We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Dear one, my darling, I'm just sending you energetic hugs and blessings of light from my heart to yours today. Feeling pretty great, but it wasn't always this way. Years ago, I was so depressed. Nothing in my life was working. I was just really, really sad. I ended up going to an intuitive and he said something that I found to be really interesting. He said, Tammy, glamour is really important to you. I felt a little bit ashamed. Glamour, it seems so trite and unspiritual. He said, nope, actually, glamour has saved your life. I was like, what? I asked him what he meant. He continued by saying, if it wasn't for beauty, for your ability to feel pretty, feel glamorous and make your environment beautiful, you would have left this world a long time ago. It's been your touchstone. And you know what? He wasn't wrong. I'd actually considered suicide. It was in so much pain that I thought the only way to stop hurting was to completely check out. But there were days when I was feeling pretty awful. I would do my hair. I would do my makeup and think, okay, I can take another breath. I can take another step. Beauty was my touchstone. And it supported me in continuing to say yes to my healing journey. What I've come to learn and know is that beauty is the essence of our souls. Beauty in our world is no mistake. It's from God. And as we can accept, embrace, and celebrate our own unique beauty and the beauty of this world, it can bring us closer to the nature of our cosmos and our creator. Here to have this conversation is my beautiful friend and my beauty expert, Sharla Miller. Charlotte started her career as a hair and makeup artist in Hollywood, working with legendary celebrities and then traveling the globe. Charlotte worked in the film, television, fashion, and advertising industries. As she dialed down this career, she became passionate about her own personal growth journey, which led her in the direction of becoming an infinite possibilities life coach and a Reiki 2 practitioner. Charlotte is also the author of an incredible book called Wonder and Beauty, my journey from heartbreak to healing through the wonder of horses. This is available on Amazon. Today, she shares her love and expertise for women's well-being through her beauty makeovers, coaching, and Reiki sessions, both in person and virtually. So, Sharla, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for saying yes to the conversation last week. We had an incredible time. And thank you for saying yes to our continued conversation this week. How are you, sweet thing? Oh my gosh, how are you? I'm I'm really doing well. Thank you so much and thanks so much for the invitation on your show. I love doing these with you and it was such a joy to see you in person in Idaho recently. Uh we always have such fun when we're together and I love <laughs> I love this about us. We celebrate each other's beauty. We celebrate our beauty. We have such a wonderful I think um giving and receiving flowing kind of connection and relationship. And it's kind of like how I like to live my life. So it's really wonderful yes. when I find other beautiful <laughs> women to have this kind of um, celebratory experience with. Well, you know, I, uh, having been behind the camera and you being in front of the camera, when I started my career in Hollywood and LA and just flew all over the world with different celebrities and, you know, I, it was, it was really fun 
um, I always had a love, still do, for, um, you know, making women beautiful and even more beautiful. And there was never any, it was funny, I was never any jealousy or anything like that. I, I was given a gift when I was really young, and that was artistry, makeup artistry. And so, you know, my favorites were women. I mean, men, you know, uh, actors would be in front of the camera and that sort of thing, but there wasn't anything really artistic in that uh, side of my, my career. So I always knew, just like what you said, that beauty does heal you. And when a woman does feel good about herself, both inside and outside, she is, she's, she's a gift. She's an absolute gift. So I've always known that. And it was so much fun to, to be with you on camera because I, I love and respect you. And I love the fact that you love being beautiful. And to me, that's a great joy and a, and a, and a, and a privilege. And, and it's just fun. It is fun. And I think we are here to have some fun. And, you know, years ago, I did not love myself. And basically, I tried to love myself from the outside in. And that's not a bad thing, it, it can, but it can only take you so far. But it did. It ushered me to the place of really getting to the awareness and understanding that that home is within. True beauty comes yes. from the soul. It comes from that alignment, from that um, place of being settled and centered within ourselves. But it's a journey. It's a journey. The journey to true beauty is a, a one step at a time process. And mm -hmm. I think my physicality was my identity for many years, but I found it eventually to be unsatisfying, although it, it was vital to get me to the place of eventually um, going for the deeper cut, looking for the light within. These days, people mm -hmm. say, oh, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, well, thank you. But it's sort of like... Mm -hmm. um, it's just the frosting on the cake. It's not the whole cake. In the past, it was like I was like an empty box. I felt like an empty box with a bunch of um, pretty wrapping paper and ribbons and bows, but there was nothing really mm -hmm. of substance in that box. It was like it was empty. But now I know the most important part of the gift that is me and that is you and that is whoever is watching or listening or hanging out with us. Mm -hmm. It is the essence of who we are. It is the priceless nature of the beingness within. And we all have an incredible, unique beauty that we can radiate from the inside out. If and when we want to say yes to this mm -hmm. way of being. Yeah, it's, you know, I couldn't, um, I, I couldn't think of it any other way than that When In the intro on my bio, um, I, you know, I, I wrote, you know, as my makeup career in Los Angeles and Hollywood and San Francisco wound down, um, I had a, a child and I wanted to be a mom and, and, and spend more time in that part of my life. But I really started ramping up and I didn't know this at the time, but my personal growth and see, that's exactly what you did. That's a similar track that you took when you went to um, the university in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. And that's where the real goodness comes in. I didn't want to leave, you know, I still do my hair and makeup every day. I still wake up and I want to look my best because I know that's partially my own therapy. I mm -hmm. love doing that in the morning. Um, and for me, that's almost a meditation in itself. Um, mm. It is sort of like a walking meditation. You call it a makeup meditation. And I'll even do <laughs> skincare meditations where I'll mm. do my skincare and I'll do, I do facials 
and I do my meditation or I'll do my yoga with that product on my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, nice. it's a, and it's an act for me of self-love. And, you know, I think um, that's wonderful. I was thinking that the other day. It's like, you know, doing my own skincare. It's like, it's so nice to do this now with um, the energy of appreciation, with the energy of love, where I yes. used to just really do it out of a place of self-loathing and judgment. It's uh, now mm. done with more presence and compassion and, and love. And um, mm-hmm. I still do occasionally my hair and makeup in the morning. I take it a lot less seriously than I used to. I've certainly lightened up with it because most of my time is spent with my horses and they really don't care. <laughs> but I don't do it for them, right? I do it for me. And so that's right. And I wear a lot of cowboy hats. I make cowboy hats. And it's so nice not to have to do my hair every day. It's really just a fun mm-hmm. way of um, being able to just express myself and celebrate without having to spend, you know, it used to take me an hour, hour and a half to do my hair and makeup. And now literally it takes like five minutes, a little bit of lipstick, cowboy hat, let's go. <laughs> and I get compliments all the time. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's really kind of effortless. <laughs> and it's fun. I make people laugh and you know, I've lightened up a lot. And I think in some ways, maybe that is the spiritual path. It gets heavy. We go through the dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. The light ends up coming yep. through. And, and to me, the process, this past chapter has really been about lightening up, lightening up, lightening mm. up. And uh, it's a really fun way to travel. Although I don't think there's, again, any shortcuts to getting there. Eventually, it's just, you know, we don't go from deep depression to really high-minded, sweet, peaceful light way of being without it being a journey, you know? So, yeah. And it's, it's, I see you lightening up and brightening up and enjoying being you more and more every day. And it's, uh, it's a lovely way to be in this world. It's, you know, it's, it's, well, it's essential. I mean, you're talking about peace and I, I, we all have different practices, and for those that are listening that don't have a particular practice, mine is in the morning, and I've started something new this uh, last month, actually. But um, I live in uh, the Sarasota area, which is about two miles from, they call it, you know, the number one beach in the U.S., which reminds me, it's, it's like we live on an island here, mm. and it's very Caribbean looking, so I'm on the Gulf. So the walking meditation that I'll do, in fact, many times that I've done with you and, and some of the downloads that you've given me, um, and I'll walk down at the beach. I mean, if if it doesn't get any, what do I want to say, more beautiful of an experience than that, I for me, because I love the ocean, I'm mm-hmm. a water, you know, I'm a water woman. Uh, I love the ocean and to walk with a meditation, especially, a you know, a gratitude or something like that. Um, walking down this beautiful white sandy beach it really is that really sets you up for a really beautiful day and it kind of um and and in my tagline beauty does heal you because the beauty in your soul so the peace that resides in your soul that does come from you know my creator and the beauty that i can create from without just by doing my makeup a little bit um you really um you show up as your best self and that's been a practice that i've now adopted over the last i want to say two years so that's been wonderful Mm. i love that and i I just get a sense of you being on that beach i might have to come come hang out with you and walk on that beach because it does (laughs) feel so soul soothing and uh who doesn't need more of that (laughs) so soul soothing 
And something well, I've like found, you and your horses. Oh gosh, soul soothing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I find um, incredible beauty in so many ways in my life. And and um, something that was really supportive as I was struggling is is taking greater responsibility for making my environment beautiful. I was very messy. I was very cluttered. And I think sometimes our environment can be a reflection of our inner state. And though, again, I could put on the makeup and do my hair, my environment was cluttery. My inner environment was cluttery. And sometimes we have to work from the outside in until we can start to live more from the inside out. Take responsibility for our outer environment. Take responsibility for caring for our physical selves. And then eventually, like the outside and the inside, begin to merge. And mm-hmm. uh that's when things can start to really feel good and the miracles and the synchronicity and the support can start to show up with more just grace and with ease. But yeah, creating beauty in our environment, be that um, just organizing things, getting it uncluttered. Yep. And then I found um, creativity to be such um, such a joy, creating mandalas, creating beautiful, sparkly works of art being very whimsical, sometimes maybe creating my cowboy hats with a lot of bling. It's just so satisfying to create beauty in many forms <laughs> and fashions. <laughs> I, I love that part of you because most people, I don't know, you know, who your audience is here, but what I didn't know about you, you're an incredible artist and art's such an amazing therapy. Like I said, when I, when I do my makeup, it is a therapy of sorts for myself mm-hmm. um, because I still do that in my work life. Uh, and it is a therapy in my work life. If I have a brush in my hand and your medallas, which I have one of them, is just, they're just stunning. I, I think that that's a great idea or a great suggestion for, for those that haven't ever gone into the world of art and thinking that they can't do something like that. I mean, what, what's your suggestion on that, Tammy? Well, I love that question. And people will say, well, I'm not an artist. I'm not creative. Are you breathing? Let me just ask that. Let's just start there. Are you breathing? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, then you are an aspect of creative intelligence. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are the embodiment of creative creativity and intelligence. And I say just um, open your mind to the possibility of what sparks something in you, what brings you joy. And I would mm. um, sometimes like when I first decided or committed to myself as I was in school, they had us commit to stepping into something. And for me, the, the art and the creativity kept coming forward. So I was very scared. It can be scary to create and uh, it can be overwhelming. But I just said, you know what I'm going to do? And this would be an easy suggestion for anyone that's hanging out with us. Simply go to mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby or Michael's or a craft warehouse and just walk around. Walk around and see what just starts to make you light up. For me, Mm. I was so overwhelmed. I found myself in the coloring book section. (laughs) And that was like a small step into the river of creativity. It's like I was dizzy from looking at all these different things. So it's like, you know what? I feel like I could color. (laughs) But you know what? That's okay. Sometimes we have to just go to kindergarten before we're ready to go to high school, before we're ready to get our PhD. So I started with just mm-hmm. coloring. And then I was introduced to the mandala. And it was a simple practice. 
just turn inward. What's the most healing color for you to deal with? Or what's the most healing symbol for you? And I started seeing these kaleidoscope images in my mind. And so I just started mm-hmm. creating them with crayons on newsprint. It was just a oh, very wow. simple, easy, fun thing. And we did this in school and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. What is going on here? And I was always annoyed when they would make us stop. So I got some colored <laughs> pencils and some paper and I would I would do these mandalas for like 10 hours a day. And I thought, well, this is a colossal waste of time, but at least I'm not doing anything destructive. <laughs> at least I'm not like wasting money or doing something stupid, like eating too much. So I had... Uh, created these mandalas and I was like, wow, this is kind of silly. But I showed a friend of mine and she goes, oh, this is cool. This is amazing. I felt like a little kindergartner. Look what I made. Look what I made. And so she's like, you need to paint these on big canvases and we're going to do an art show. And then I had a panic attack because now I'm being asked to go to like high school from kindergarten. But I said yes, because she believed in me. And sometimes, and I find this is often the case, and you can probably relate, Charlotte, and I know whoever's hanging out yeah. with us can relate. Sometimes we need someone to believe in us so we can start to believe in ourselves. Mm. And so she believed in me. So um, my little mandalas started to grow. And I remember the first time I was painting one, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what kind of paint to get, but I asked somebody at the art store, well, try acrylics. Those are forgiving or whatever. You can, if you don't like it, you can paint over it. I was painting my first mandala, and I was laughing and crying at the same time. I didn't know what the heck was going on, but I knew it was something big. It was like a light started to turn on inside of me. And there was so much emotion with it. And the only other time I've had that experience is with horses. The laughing and crying at the same time, something in my soul recognized this. And, uh, yeah, now they've, the mandala has grown and expanded in my reality. I've studied with Paul Husenstam. If you want to know more about the mandala, go to mandalas.com. Look at his images. He teaches classes all over the world. I studied with him for maybe three or four years and occasionally have him come to Idaho and I teach classes occasionally. And it was just a wonderful foray into this um, art form that has completely transformed me from the inside out. I like something he has said, the mandala is a spiritual path disguised as art. That is true for me. And I feel like every time I create one, it's like a Polaroid or snapshot of my soul. And uh, it's it's an incredible process. But creativity doesn't have to look like that. It doesn't call to everyone. Um, but it, it can look like anything. Go to Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Start looking at images. Uh, pull up creative ideas. Um, what just sparks that life inside of you? What makes you feel like you're in kindergarten again? You can't wait to get your hands into the clay. Perhaps it's clay or perhaps it's something else. What brings you joy? Follow that. You don't know where it's going to take you necessarily, but just put your foot on the path, step into the river and allow it to blossom. Mm. That's gorgeous. I love this. I want to come to your art class whenever you do it next. I think it would be fantastic. You know, it seems like things have evolved a lot and, uh, and I still don't know what's happening, (laughs) but I sense it could look like, you know, I'm building my horse arena, my stables, I'm bringing my horses home and we're, we've got a really beautiful space where I may be able to teach some classes. So I'm thinking painting and ponies might be a fun thing to do for a small select group. And I suspect you would be one of the first people I would like to invite (laughs) to this um, 
celebration. <laughs> oh, you know what? Painting and ponies. It, I don't think it really gets any better than that. So Not my I, I am. I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm accepting way ahead of time. So yes. Yeah, it's uh, every day is filled with joy for me these days. If if I could go mm. back to that girl, and I do this often. I don't know if you do this, Charlotte. I'd be really interested in hearing if you do. Um, there have been times in my life where I've been tortured, where I've been heartbroken, where I've been deeply depressed. And I will go back to that girl in my mind's eye and sit down with her and say, look, I want to talk to you. And she'll say, what do you want to talk about? I want to tell you that your life is going to be extraordinary. You just need to Mm. love yourself. You just need to trust yourself. And she'll say like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but it really is. It's having (laughs) a conversation. It's having a dialogue with that younger part of me that was in so much pain. Showing in my current love and compassion and affection for that younger part of me that was struggling so much. And I think Einstein will say there's no such thing as time. As we do this, as we go back to those earlier um, times in our life where we were hurting and heartbroken with our current love and affection and compassion, we heal backwards and forwards and from the inside out and from the top down and from the bottom up. And it really is such a powerful, simple practice that can really help us come home to ourselves. I, I think that's, I haven't heard you say it quite like that. But I think that's phenomenal because I know in the midst of healing through trauma and healing through anything, there are pieces of your being that are scattered. Mm-hmm. And what's, mm-hmm. re- what's required, as you know, is that we, we bring them all back. Yes. You know, uh, and, and that they, they all reside within our energetic body and within yes. our being and within our psyche and that they know. And I did this a little bit this morning because I had a restless night last night. And that's kind of rare for me that I brought it all back. And I said, um, and, and you taught me from the beginning, like, where's your four-year-old? And that was a pivotal time for me. Yeah. Um, and I brought the four-year-old back and I said, it's going to be okay. Now we've got a big day today, but you know what? I'm going to make sure that I take care of you and I take care of us and we're going to end up having a good day. And yes, we're a little bit on overwhelm right now, but I'm going to make sure that we're going to be fine and we're going to be fine. Yes. Yeah, so what I'm speaking of is really just that. It's the inner child work. And you brought up something that is really, um, I know, to be true. It's like every time we experience any kind of drama, trauma, hurt or heartbreak, it's like an aspect of our soul splinters off, splinters off, splinters mm-hmm. off. And what we need to do if we want to heal is call all parts of ourselves home, become really whole. And this is another way that the mandala has been so healing for me and why Carl Jung thought it was the ultimate healing tool is because it is the archetype of wholeness. We don't even have to know the details of where we got splintered off or where we got fractured or where we we don't even have to remember. But by creating mandalas, we energetically start to call all parts of ourselves home. So we can do that by virtue of going back to the memories where we were hurt and heartbroken Mm -hmm. with that compassion and affection and, or we can create mandalas. Simple. You can download something from Google, a little black and white image. You can go buy a mandala coloring book. You can find them on Amazon for $3. I have them for sale. I have mandala coloring books that I offer and just, um, that can really start the process. And again, you don't know how it's going to um, happen 
but it is, it's trusting the mystery. We didn't come here to know. We came here to have experiences and to grow. And I think eventually partner with the divine. It's a healing journey. This is an earth school. And as we cooperate with the process, we start to, I think, relax and we start to learn to be more receptive as divine and extraordinary children of our creator. Mm. And um, that's my preferred way of being these days. Well, it's, it's, you can see it, you know, as a makeup artist, you can see that peace in your face, Tammy. Um, one of the first things I learned when I was in Hollywood and I studied under the Westmore, you know, dynasty, really one of the, one of the Westmore, Westmore's Michael Westmore. One of the things that we had to do is we had to collect data. We had to collect pictures. And this was, you know, before the internet of like, what do we think that character, what kind of life did that character have? Because then mm-hmm. what we were going to do as makeup artists is go forward and create that kind of like, were they, were they field workers? Did they do this? Did they do that? But you can see so much of how a person resides in their body by their face. Interesting. I love that. And so as a makeup artist, you know, you can have all kinds of work done on your face, but you still energetically see how that person is residing within themselves by looking at them in their face. That's just how it is. Right. And, and so you really do. Yeah. You walk, you, you walk what you are saying. That's absolutely the truth. Uh, That's what God said. Just be the living example. Don't worry about doing anything. Just be the living example of the principles you teach. Be the living example of love. Love the one Mm -hmm. that's in front of you. Love yourself. Allow me to love through you. And that has really ushered me on this incredible path that I think is available to all of us if we want to say yes to that. So, Charlotte, can you believe our time is over again? No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to have you back because our conversations just fill my soul. You are just so exquisite for my beingness. And uh, I just enjoy you thoroughly and immensely. And to my listeners, to my listeners, thank you for allowing Sharla and me to be a part of your day. We want to be in touch with you. We want to hear from you. Sharla Miller, where can they find you? Well, I've got I've uh, got Beauty Heels underscore on Instagram and Beauty by Charla on Instagram, Facebook, and then of course my website, which is charlamiller.com. And if you'd want to email me and get have it be more private, that's Charla at beautyheelsyou.com. And Charla does a virtual appointments for beauty and Reiki and um, all things healing. And I want to be in touch with you. TammyBPhD.com. Download my free ebook. Be in touch. I'll send you a free guided meditation about gratitude. If you'd like that, be in touch with me on Facebook. I do Manifesting Mondays every Monday. Very active there. And just know that you are in our hearts, meditations, thoughts, and prayers. And we are sending you blessings of grace, ease, joy, love, light, and ever-expanding love. Onward and upward. We love you. Bye for now. Thank you.